1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in the history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. Follow us as we bring you into the courtroom where the biggest financial scandal in Malaysian history is being heard. By the Malaysian Insight, this is the Najib Razak 1MDB trial, and I'm Patrick Teo. Sharul Azral Halmi, the ninth prosecution witness, told the court today that the Public Accounts Committee's report would have made 1MDB a matter of public record especially when the opposition got hold of the company's documents. But before Sharo could even take the stand, Najib Razak's lead counsel, Shafi Abdullah, and Judge Colin Sakera had a verbal argument about how many lawyers were allowed in the courtroom, which culminated with the judge telling him that perhaps the trial should be conducted in a wet market. It was a tense start to proceedings with Shafi and Judge Colin going back and forth about the number of lawyers allowed in during proceedings. In light of the COVID-19 pandemic, the court had put in place social distancing rules which severely limited the number of people allowed in the courtroom. Shafi had requested that the judge allow nine of his lawyers to be present in the courtroom as he needed their assistance during the case. The judge denied his request, saying that health and safety of human life is paramount. Shafi, who was unhappy with this, threatened to discharge himself as he could not function with only two lawyers assisting him. To this, Judge Sakera retorted they might as well conduct the proceedings at the Salayang wet market. Quote, you can have how many people you want there, unquote. Obviously unhappy, Shafi informed the judge that both he and the prosecution will send a joint letter to the chief judge with the same request. Once the verbal exchange was over, Sharul took the witness stand once again. Shafi picked up where he left off yesterday and continued questioning Sharul about the Public Accounts Committee, or PAC, report on governance and management control of 1MDB. The witness said when the PAC started investigating 1MDB, he was concerned that the company would become a matter of public record if the opposition got a hold of its documents, adding that they would have picked and chosen what to give to the media. This is in line with his testimony yesterday where he told the court about how 1MDB's board had left out certain information in their minutes in order to protect the Prime Minister lest they provide extra ammunition for political attacks. Moving on, the lawyer now asked Sharul about 1MDB's independent director, Ong Gim Huat. Was he truly independent? Shafi asked. Yes, Sharul answered. He said Jolo was the one who first brought up Ong's name, but he was appointed by Najib. Because Ong was appointed by Najib, who was Prime Minister at the time, Sharul said the company never checked his background, nor did they do any due diligence prior to the appointment. Did you know Ong was a business associate of Larry Lowe, Joe Lowe's father? The lawyer questioned. I was not aware of their relationship, Sharul replied. 
Joe had never mentioned that Larry is his father. Shafi put it to Sharu that given the connection between Ong and Larry, he could not have been independent. Sharu replied he had no comment. He couldn't judge if he was independent or not. As to whether Najib was aware of Ong and Larry's relationship, Sharo said he did not know if the former Prime Minister was aware. The lawyer then brought up minutes from 1MDB's board meeting in 2012 in which the board discussed the acquisition of Murabaha notes from PetroSaudi International. To recap, in 2010, 1MDB had pumped in 1.5 billion US dollars to participate in a Murabaha financing scheme by its joint venture company with PetroSaudi International. At this point, 1MDB had already invested 1 billion US dollars to the JV partnership. Sharo, in his previous testimony, admitted that in hindsight, it did not make sense for 1MDB to loan PetroSaudi the additional money. Coming back to the board meeting, Sharo said 1MDB wanted to repatriate 1.83 billion US dollars, money from the Murabaha investment from PetroSaudi, to fund local investments such as TRX and Banda Malaysia. But this issue was never raised in the meeting. Did 1MDB lose confidence in the PetroSaudi deal? The lawyer asked. No, Sharo answered. And with that, court adjourned for the day. Proceedings will continue tomorrow morning. This podcast was brought to you by The Malaysian Insight. It is produced, written and mixed by Rivati Supramaniam. Additional reporting by Bede Hong. I'm Patrick Teo.